United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. There's a referendum yesterday, and it turned out to be in favor of independence. The outcome of a number of factors. What does it mean now going forward, the Kurdish referendum? We have with us Sarhang Hamasaid, who is the director of Middle East programs at the United States Institute of Peace, to put yesterday's vote in perspective. Uh, the Twitter handle is at USIP. Sarhang Hamasaid, welcome back. Thank you for being on POTUS. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. So this, uh, I, I don't know that this was an unexpected result, but I think that the question is, whether or not this has any effect. Give us your sense and maybe set it up for us what this was about as the Kurds were voting for independence, their own, I guess, little carve out of the world. Yes, just to um, clarify something, the the vote happened uh, two days ago. And uh, uh, for the Kurds, uh, this is part of, uh, I mean, we can look at it in, uh, in two perspectives. One, the historic dream of the Kurds in Iraq uh, to have their uh, own independent uh, state. This has been a a question for the past uh, almost century. Uh, The second, uh, it could be looked at within the political process of Iraq post-2003, where the Kurds maintain that the political process has not worked for them and they believe partnership with Baghdad has failed. Uh, Obviously, a view that uh, before them, the Sunnis of Iraq uh, have uh, uh, raised uh, in in 2011, 12, 13, and uh, contributed in some part uh, to the rise of ISIS uh, and uh, the problems that we struggle with. Uh, Where things stand now, uh, uh, the vote has happened. The majority, the the result is expected that the majority will say yes uh, for independence. The big question will be, uh, okay, what uh, would the Kurdish leadership do with that yes vote? So far, uh, the calls and the, from the Kurdish leadership is that they will use this as a base for negotiations with Baghdad um, about uh, independence, the timing, and, and uh, the aftermath. Uh, Baghdad categorically uh, refuses the results, uh, or the, the, the referendum itself, uh, and they say uh, they will not negotiate um, uh, on the basis of the referendum, and they have taken a number of uh, measures uh, that c- could be seen as uh, escalation similar uh, steps taken by regional powers and opposition from the international community has been expressed strongly as well. Iraq itself, the government in Baghdad, they consider this unconstitutional because it was held within the Kurdish region. Um, Its disputed territory was also part of this. Is there, as you were saying, their rejection of this referendum, is that just the first step in negotiations or do you think that is a a line in the sand that they will not cross? uh, well, we will have to see. Uh, so far, uh, the steps have been escalations, uh, including the prime minister declaring yesterday that they will suspend um, uh, uh, international flights to uh, the, the um, uh, airports in the Kurdistan region if, the, if, uh, if they, these uh, airports and the border points will not be surrendered uh, to um, federal authority. Obviously, for the past um, I would say 14 years, uh, uh, these uh, points ha- have been under uh, the control of the Kurds, even though there was a new government in Baghdad. Uh, the, the Kurds rejected that. So, so far, there are uh, escalations from Baghdad. Uh, we're not talking about whether they are legal or constitutional or not, just the fact that they have uh, es- these decisions are escalations. So we are not on a path yet uh, to uh, set the stage for dialogue 
and the, the, this is where the international community really needs to come in because in all my meetings uh, through our work uh, uh, in Iraq, the work of the U.S. Institute of Peace, the Iraqi leaders have all along told us that post-ISIS, uh, the, the, the political process and getting the, the different groups together and agree on a, a, a new political direction is necessary. And they have always been saying that they cannot do this on their own. Uh, the international community was late in in in, in, in helping the Iraqis um, uh, uh, to uh, work on this political process, and the sooner the international community now comes in and helps uh, preventing escalation, help with de-escalation, uh, will be very helpful. Because if not, uh, there is uh, there are hundreds of miles where. The Kurdish Peshmerga, the, the, the Shia Popular Mobilization Forces, known to many as the Shia militias, the Iraqi army are, are uh, in very in close proximity with each other. Uh, and there is a lot of uh, public polarization. Uh, it could spark violence pretty quickly. And there are many flashpoints. Uh, action, immediate action should be on preventing that violence and setting a stage for dialogue. Sarhang, I've heard some and seen some comments from leaders in the Kurdish groups who have said that they are a little disappointed that while they heard President Trump as a candidate be very, very supportive of their cause, he has been less so since he has been president. I'm putting in the context of what he said at the United Nations about not trying to uh, sort of impose U.S. will on some of these countries. What, what is the expectation? What is, in your opinion, the best position that the United States and the president can take with reference to this referendum? Um, the best position to take is uh, is try to be neutral and mediate uh, dialogue and facilitate dialogue between the two parties because uh, both sides have uh, legitimate asks and uh, being uh, in a position of negotiation, uh, facilitating those negotiations would be uh, the, uh, the, mo- the most conducive um, in my view. Uh, however, um, the, 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 for- the U.S. policy has been to support um, a federal united democratic Iraq, and that is continues to be the, um, uh, the, the, the position of the United States. Even with that position, I think the United States could uh, play that mediating role. I also wanted to know uh, your take on the fact that, you know, we have obviously have the complications of Turkey, which considers the Kurds rebels, uh, and also Iran, neighbors of the Kurdish region. And I wonder how they play into this. Uh, well, the rhetoric of the of the Turks um, in, in the past uh, decade, I would say, has changed a bit from not towards more partnership with the Kurdistan region. So the term rebels with the Iraqi Kurds has not been in the rhetoric uh, recently. However, they also uh, expressed uh, strong opposition to um, yeah, to the opposite to to the, the, the referendum to the extent that the the Turkish president uh, threatened that the Kurds if the Kurds seek independence uh, they will they 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 will go hungry uh, and that is uh, a, a threat that they will close borders the airspace uh, the, the the oil that uh, the Kurdistan region is exporting through the Kurdistan re- through the through Turkey so they have a, Turkey has a lot of control. Uh, economic and political and security um, control over what it can do uh, to hurt the Kurdistan region. Iran has also expressed strong opposition to um, uh, the, the referendum. Actually, they have intervened, and um, from uh, what I hear, more directly uh, uh, inside the Kurdistan region using the proxies and the levers they have. 
they uh, uh, closed the airspace um, uh, with, uh, with the Kurdistan region at the request of the Iraqi government. They have positioned uh, military forces the same way Turkey did on the borders with the Kurdistan region. So they, their preparation is mostly a preventative measure to ensure that uh, the Kurdistan region will not practically go for independence and it will stop at the referendum stage. Sarhang Hamasaid, thank you for joining us on POTUS today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. An important issue and one that obviously is shaping the policy and also the politics of that region of the world. Sarhang Hamasaid, the director of Middle East programs at the United States Institute of Peace on the uh, two-day-ago referendum. Uh, and what happens next? The Kurds voting for independence. The Twitter handle is at USIP. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.